Yo, 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 what's going on? What's going on, everybody? Good morning. Top of the morning to you guys. I appreciate everyone for being here and rocking with me this morning. Today is October 21st, 2022. Not sure why my screen is shaking like that, but it's cool. As long as you guys can hear me, that's all that matters. Uh, man, man, man. All right, so welcome in to you. Welcome in to everyone. Cast it with Chris. Another episode presented by the Basketball Forever Podcast Network over on... Um, all of their social media platforms. Be sure to check them out. I'm gonna start putting the link in the bio. Something that I'm trying to get used to doing, uh, especially you know uh, as we get integrated into this season. But uh, man, we got a lot to talk about as always. We got a lot to talk about. We got a couple games to break down. Um, you know what we saw last night. Then we also got uh, you know to go through uh, a nice little slate for the day. We got a nice. It's a nice slate today. It's a it's a lot of games that I'm interested in in talking to you guys about. So I'm not gonna take too much time, uh, you know, as far as like you know doing the intro, uh, doing the recap. But we 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 definitely got some games that we that we need to, uh, you know, got some things that need to be shared, and we got some and we got some games that uh that that need to be uh, recap. We had a two game slate yesterday. Uh, we had the um, Celtics at home hosting the Milwaukee Bucks uh, for their uh, season opener on the road. And then we also had the Los Angeles Lakers at home in a home game last night against the, the LA Clippers. So um, we we saw uh, Joel Embiid not look like the best version of himself. James Harden looked really good last night. Uh, as far as show plays, I didn't give out anything official on the show yesterday um, for, for this specific game, but I did give out a few plays that I like. Um, last night as far as an official uh in the actual uh crispy cap uh crispy cap and nba show in the even the evening version so um maxi over two and a half threes that did not cash uh Giannis over 30 and a half points he didn't need to have 30 and a half po- 31 points because they just look so bad uh the the i'm sorry the offense actually looked so good shout out to brooke lopez uh, he played uh, better than I think most people thought he would. Wasn't on a lot of people's radar. Um, and then we also saw, uh, you know, just a lot of guys step up. And um, we all, I also gave out his rebounds as an official play over 11 and a half for Giannis. And that did cash as well. Um, so we went one and two in that game. Um, and then moving on to the Laker game, uh, we had the Lakers and the Clippers. The game was absolutely abysmal if you're a laker fan just watching this team shoot 20 percent from three uh it looked really really bad man i'm i'm not um i mean i kind of called it i gave out the clippers minus five and a half and shout out to robert covington we need the day need to be robert covington appreciation day if you were on the clippers last night because we 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 didn't um we we didn't have a cash last night until he got pushed in the back and went to the free throw line to hit those two free throws. Uh, that was that was a crazy way to cover. Um, of course, a lot of Vegas lost a lot of money on that game last night because uh, you know the Lakers, the Clippers were a public team. They were by far a public team last night, but it bodes well for us, right? So um, yeah, shout out to the Clippers. They, they I think um, you know just kind of reflecting on the game, I think it was more of a faith fate of the Lakers, but you saw coach Darvin Ham put out a lineup in the second half. Um, that was a, a strong defensive lineup with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, uh, Juan Toscano Anderson, um, 
man, uh, Lonnie Walker was out there. He and he actually played well. He played really well last night. Um, and we're gonna need that. Uh, if you're a Laker fan, we're gonna need that. You know, as the season <laughs> goes on for sure. Um, so yeah, you know that that I was a, that was a cash. So we went uh, two and two overall yesterday um, on on official plays for both the cash did with Chris Show and the NBA um, NBA uh, the the Crispy Cap and NBA Show in the evening time. Uh, see you guys in the chat. Appreciate you being here, LJ. Uh, Champagne and OJ, appreciate you being here, bro. DeJounte Murray uh, rebounds and assists over 14 and a half. I like that. I like that a lot, Renzel. I haven't played any props, but I got some things that I'm looking at. And with no further ado, let's just go ahead and get into it, man. I kind of went over the intro and the recap already. Um, let's get into let's get into the slate for today, though. We got a we got a couple we got a couple we got a lot of games today. I'm not gonna go over all of them in significant detail. Let's see, two, four, six, eight, ten, eleven, eleven games today. Not gonna get to all of them specifically, um, but I do want to get to uh, a few of these games and talk about talk about them. You know why why I like them because I did I I did I do have a couple plays that I want to give out. So first game up, let's go to let's go to Charlotte. Right, we get um, the Pelicans. Coming in here against Charlotte, we know that the Pelicans absolutely smashed the the Brooklyn Nets uh, in the home opener, and that, that game was in Brooklyn. So they, it's not a not a you know a, a large a long travel to get from Brooklyn to Charlotte, um, right up the street from me actually. So uh, not not a long travel spot for them. Of course, Charlotte opened their season up in San Antonio, uh, and we saw what what they did to the San, to San Antonio minus um, they didn't even have Lamelo Ball in that game, so. Uh, you know, they they absolutely uh man, they embarrassed San Antonio at home for their home opener. And I, I expected the game to be a lot close. The books did too. I think the spread was like one and a half, it fluctuated between one and a half going both ways, but yeah, that game was over. Um, and and it, it was it was bad. It was really bad. I lost on Kelvin Johnson because of that. So the line for this one opened at five and a half. Uh, we didn't have a total when I first capped this game. Now I see a total. Um, for this game sitting at uh, 2.30, it opened at 2.32, was down to 2.30. And I like the I like the downward movement. I think it's going to be hard for Charlotte to score in this game. The spread opened at 5.5. It's, it's already up to 6. I see a 7 sitting at DraftKings and better online right now. And I would agree with that. That's the only way I would be able to look in this game as well. Um, as, far as, as far as notes for this game, so Charlotte, um, let's see. Uh, Charlotte won the last two matchups uh, against against uh, the Pelicans last year back in March. It was like a 10-day span. Uh, they had kind of just got together. We know the trade for CJ happened in February. Um, they, they, they won one in Charlotte. They won one in New Orleans. But this is what's significant, right? The Pelicans don't play Charlotte historically well at home. But on the road, they play them. They play them pretty well in Charlotte. So the Pelicans are six and zero ATS in their last six games in Charlotte. So they covering spreads. Uh, you know, the last six games, the Pelicans are also four no straight up, and three and one ATS as an away favorite since CJ McCollum, uh, since the CJ McCollum trade. So you, this is a team that you can kind of you can kind of bank on. You right? You, we we can't always trust these teams that are laying points, especially big you know big points on the road. Um, but like I said, they're four no straight up and three and one ATS as an away favorite since they got CJ McCullum. And this is not to add, you know, Zion Williams being back in that trade, uh, you know, being back in the building and being back in that lineup. So they perform well in this spot. Uh, trends also lean towards uh, the 
uh, lean towards the under in this game. The Hornets as home dogs since the All-Star break last season are, are four and one to the under. And you like I said, you see some money kind of coming in on the under already. The under's also five and zero in Charlotte in the last five games in Charlotte, uh, and five and two overall in the last in the last seven games um, between these two teams in general. No matter where they're playing, um, so uh, an interesting interesting narrative here is Zion is from South Carolina. If if you if you've been following him, so he this is going to be a homecoming for him. He also played ball at Duke, which is in North Carolina. And he 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 played a lot of games, uh, you know, in this Charlotte arena um, while he was in college. Uh, so I think uh, I think he's going to be excited. I'm pretty sure you're going to have a lot of family at the game. Granted, you know, New Orleans from North Carolina to New Orleans is not an extremely far trip. But I think he's going to be extremely excited for, um, you know, a game like this. And um yeah, I like I like Zion. I like Zion tonight. Um, I like the Pelicans a lot. Um, as far as prop wise, I saw this interesting stat yesterday. I saw um, a stat about Zion. Um, he so Zion is is second in the league uh, with the most twenty point. I'm sorry, twenty plus point uh, games in the paint since the 2019 2020 season. Only behind Giannis, who has 74. But what was impressive about Zion is that he has 45 career games of 20 points um, in the paint out of 86 total games. I'm sorry about that. 86 total games, 45 of them is uh, is where you know he's had 20 points in the paint. Uh, that's a 52% hit rate. And uh, going back to going back to uh, last season, post All Star game, the Hornets allowed a six most points in the paint. Uh, 58 points a game and uh, they didn't get any rim protection <laughs> in the draft or, you know, in the offseason. So I like Zion to, to get whatever he wants. I think his point prop sitting at like 24 and a half. The problem with me giving that out as an official and the reason why I'm not is because the Pelicans are such a deep team that he may not need to. Right. This game does have blowout potential um, written all over it. So I, I typically stay away from the player props when I see, uh, you know, something like that. Uh, but I, I, I like Zion tonight. I think, you know, being back at home, um, you know, uh, Charlotte also just they own the Pelicans. So I think that, you know, we start to see the Pelicans own Charlotte, especially I don't think LaMelo's going to play in this game. Um, and they also had a couple other injuries. Uh, we know Book Knight had the had the DUI um, the other day, even though he was able to play in San Antonio. So I, I expect him to play. But yeah, I, I man, there's no way I could look towards Charlotte. Uh, not after seeing what New Orleans did, seeing how well New Orleans rebounds the basketball, seeing the the just the versatility. Um, they got a lot, a lot of talent over there. Um, Nick Richards is a guy who had 19 a career high 19 points and 10 rebounds. Granted, it was against the San Antonio Spurs, but I do think targeting him, maybe not tonight, not against the length that the Pelicans have, but I do think targeting a guy like him when his props become available is gonna be something that I'm gonna be interested in. Moving along, I got to move a little bit quicker. We got the San Antonio Spurs traveling. First official road game of the 2022 season. They're traveling to Indiana where they're playing against the Pacers. The Pacers come into this one. I saw the line opened up at four and a half, and, and it's actually going the opposite way. Money's coming in on San Antonio in this one. And these are two teams that are not great at all. But um, the Pacers actually beat uh, beat them twice last season by 11 and by 13. One of the games was in San Antonio. The other was in Indiana. The Spurs are also just 2-10 and 10 in their last 12 games. 
between these two teams and two and five ATS in the last seven games in Indiana. So for some reason, the Spurs just don't travel well to Indiana. So I don't necessarily agree with that line movement and I'd never be looking to take uh, to back the Spurs, even against a team like the Pacers. The Pacers actually played the the Wizards a little. They played them a tad bit tough the other day, uh, uh, tougher than I thought that they would. I, I'll put it like that. Miles um, Turner did get hurt, quote unquote, in the uh, in the warm up, so he's going to be out for about a week. I did see that. I think it was like a lower leg injury. I can't remember if it was an ankle or a knee, um, but he's not going to be playing in this game. But there's no way I could look towards back in the back in the Spurs. I don't think there's going to be a spot this year where I back the Spurs. And I'm also thinking that no matter who the Spurs play, if they're if the line isn't at least uh, six, seven points, I'm probably just going to have to look towards taking that team. Um, I didn't I, I checked for it. I didn't see Ben Matherin uh, player props, but Ben Matherin is probably going to go off in a game like this. Uh, I don't think that they have anybody that can guard him. Um, so, yeah, I could I could only look um, I could only look towards taking. Uh, for all the reasons that I told you guys, I would only look towards taking the, the, the Pacers to cover that spread, especially with the number going down. If you can get it at three, uh, you know, take it at three. The total in this one uh, opened at 230 and a half. It's up to 231, uh, 231 and a half in some places. So the books are telling you they expect a lot of points. Um, and I, I would agree with that. The Pacers don't play a lot of defense. I'm going to be targeting teams against them all season, specifically first half, first quarter, full game. But not not the San Antonio Spurs. I won't. <laughs> I definitely won't be, uh, you know, trying to trying to get to the Spurs overs in this one. Um, appreciate you being here, Jose. Zachariah said we showed no no signs of light, though, Chris. Oh, man. Um, uh, good morning from the DMV to Florida. What up? What up, uh, Zachariah? I appreciate you being here. LJ said Pelican shot 43 percent from three versus Brooklyn. Pelicans have the advantage on offense, uh, on offensive rebounds and points in the paint. I agree with that. Halliburton, yeah, Jay Jones, yeah, uh, Halliburton should go should go bananas tonight. I, like I said, I haven't really looked at it from a player prop perspective. Uh, yeah, that quote unquote, he ain't get hurt, man. Yeah, that's what that's what happened to LJ. He just getting traded. But anyway, man, I appreciate you guys in the chat. I appreciate you guys in the chat, man. Let's let's keep it moving. Let's go on to another game that I'm interested in talking about. Um, let's go to let's go to streets of Brooklyn, man. Let's go back to Brooklyn. We know that they got beat up the other night. Uh, the Pelicans absolutely came in there and thrashed them. And uh, today they get their second home game. The Raptors, this will be their first. The Rap- So they're playing against the Raptors, Toronto Raptors. Raptors will be flying in from up north. Uh, this, this will be their first official road game. Uh, we get a line that opened. When I first saw this line yesterday, it opened at four. And uh, now I see that this line has come all the way down to two and a half. And I would absolutely agree with the movement. Uh, the Nets just didn't show me a lot. And I know we only have a one-game sample size for, for all of these teams so far. But uh, the Raptors are going to be a sticky team, man. They they, they get disrespected every offseason. They get disrespected throughout the season. I anticipate the Raptors to uh, come in here and play this team really, really closely. Uh, this will be the second home game for Brooklyn, like I said. Toronto first road game. Both teams had a day off. Uh, for Toronto, they probably used it to travel for for. For Boston, I mean, for Brooklyn, I don't know what they did with it. Hopefully they did something important with it. Um, Otto Porter Jr. is ruled out in this one. Kim Birch is also questionable, as is uh, Mr. Boucher uh, as well. But this, these are the trends and the stats that I want to give you guys to back the Raptors in this spot. So the Raptors are 5-0 ATS uh, in the last five games in Brooklyn. Uh, since 2019, the Raptors are also 5-2 and straight up and 6-1 and ATS in Brooklyn. 
They're also three and zero in that spot as a dog as well. So I I would agree with the money that's coming in on the on the um the the Toronto Raptors, and I tried to bet this one as soon as possible. Uh, I think I got the number at three and a half. Now it's down to two and a half, but I would definitely endorse that, and I'm I'm gonna give that out as an official. I think Toronto plays. Uh, the Nets really, uh, I think that they just play enough defense. The teams that you need to target um, the, to beat the Toronto, the teams that are going to beat the Nets are going to be teams that, uh, you know, can play defense, that have a lot of length and athleticism um, because that's what the Nets lack. And and I know Kyrie will, you know, play better. KD did his thing, but I, I didn't, I just didn't see a lot. I don't know the status of Joe Harris or, uh, Seth Curry, but I, I'm I don't think that they play in this game, and I actually already laid the points. Even if they do play, they'll probably be a little a little rusty. Um, ben Simmons, uh, you know, I think he plays better, but maybe not against the upper uh, echelon defensive type teams. And we know that this Toronto team is a is a really good defensive team. Um, so I want to I want to keep it moving because I got a, one more game I want to get into. And we're right about the 17 minute mark. Um, let's go to, let's go to the streets of Miami, man. Let's go. Let's talk about this Miami heat team, um, against the, uh, Boston Celtics, right? So the Celtics, we saw them on opening night, um, just, just absolutely put their foot on the neck of, um, the, the Philadelphia 76ers and win that game. Um, tonight they 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 travel to Miami. It'll be the first time that these teams have played since, of course, since the Eastern Conference Finals last year. Uh, it'll be the the Heat's second home game, um, and uh, you know they didn't they did not look good. They did not look good at all. Uh, we gotta we gotta check on the status for um, Victor Oladipo because they could definitely use him. Um, he he he's a guy that you know just brings a a, a, a bit of a defensive intensity. I think. Um, to this team that they didn't have also another, you know, shot maker and shot creator. And they didn't have that. They were looking for that. Um, their defense also just stinked against the bulls. And that, that kind of surprised me uh, being that being that the bulls didn't have uh, Zach Levine and that, that they didn't have uh, Lonzo ball and um, Lonzo ball uh, in, in the heat's first game. So the Celtics beat the uh, 76ers open tonight. Like I said, the heat lost to the bulls on Wednesday in their first game. Um, you could you one could argue that the Heat actually was looking ahead to tonight's game um, because of the playoff revenge angle. The opposite side could say that the Heat uh, will regress a lot this season and that they aren't going to be the same defensive team now that they don't have guy a guy like PJ Tucker. Bam is a guy that needs to step up and already didn't. Um, I man, I just I the, the thing with the Celtics is also this, right? Like they still have a lot to prove. So even though you want to take the team most of the time that's in the revenge spot, and that would be the Miami heat, you know, you could get them right now. This, this line opened up at one and a half in favor of Boston. You can actually get that line right now at, at two and a half. If you want to take the points with, uh, with, with, uh, with Miami, if you think they could cover, I don't think that they could cover though. I honestly don't. Um, the Celtics are playing fast. We 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 heard the, the reports from um, from the head coach. We heard the reports from the team. Not having Robert Williams is not going to impact them as much because they'll get out and be able to play a lot faster, right? They're they're a sticky defensive team. You know, always getting their hands in passing lanes, forcing turnovers. The addition of Malcolm Brogdon looked really good, um, and I think that they play well on the road in this spot too, man. I would only be able to look towards. Uh, you know, taking the Miami Heat in this in this I'm I'm sorry, taking the the Boston Celtics uh in this matchup. I think that they just have too much offense. 
Um, I think that if the Chicago Bulls can slow down the Miami Heat, then I know that the Celtics can because they're a much better defensive team. Um, it'll be a motivational spot, I think, as well. I think the Celtics still feel like they got a lot to prove. And we 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 thought that, you know, it'll be a distraction, everything going on with Udoka over the course of the offseason. Um, but, you know, maybe they use that as fuel. Maybe they and I could see them doing that against a team like the Miami Heat tonight. So um, I actually laid the points with with the Boston uh, with the Boston Celtics. Uh, I, I got it at two and a half. And right now, let's see, you can get that line at. You can still get it at two and a half. The total opened up at 216 and a half. Um, it since went up to 220. I see 219, 218 and a half. So definitely figure out, you know, how you want to play it. But I'm not really looking at a total in this spot. But I do like I do like the Celtics and I laid the I laid the um the two and a half with them. So two and a half with the Celtics. And this is just a recap for you guys. Two and a half with the Celtics. Jay Jones said, Amen. Celtics second quarter <laughs> lives on. <laughs> ah, that's a fact. They for some reason they turn it on. So just a quick recap. I want to give you guys that are plays that I that I do have before uh before I get out of here. Um I am on. Do I have a no, I don't have a banner for that. I am on the uh the Boston Celtics. I just talked about them. Minus two and a half. I'm also on um the Raptors plus the three and a half. And I laid the points with the Spurs. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I laid the points with the Pacers uh, minus four. I think that they beat the Spurs by by four, even though that one is a little a little weird. And then I also um, laid the points with the Pelicans. I didn't get the five and a half. I got the six, but I like the six a lot. So those are four official plays for me. Um, from a player prop perspective, I'll probably end up uh, giving those plays out later. Uh, as we start to get more lines, we don't have a lot of lines right now for for the player props, especially the the, the role players, the guys that you want to target that you can actually get value on. So those are looks that I'll be giving out later on today um, in the NBA Crispy Captain Show. Uh, be sure to tune in to that 515 Eastern Time. Again, the show is presented by the Basketball Forever Podcast Network. Be sure to check it out on you know Spotify, uh, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, all those different outlets as well appreciate you guys for being here again and uh best of luck on all your bets man tap in with me again this evening 5 15 eastern time for the crispy cap and nba show